You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another, 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 almost at the 500s and others. Yeah, we're, what episode is this, like 460-something? Yeah, some, it's, it's up there. Look on your podcasting device and tell us what number this yeah, is. we'll wait. Please. Go ahead. Yep. <laughs> All right, everybody back? Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> so, hello, Internet, welcome to Tadpog. It's a show that happens once a week. Yes. Weekly. Yeah. Where two old guys play old games. And sometimes eat snacks. Sometimes eat snacks. I haven't done that in a while. I got no snacks to I'm eat. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I worry about the snacks sometimes. Yeah. No one seems to miss it. Yeah, like we get a, we get a lot of it, so I think they like hearing it, mm-hmm. or they want to hear us eat their snacks. Yeah. But no one like, requ- well, I guess trying spicy things. We do get spicy things. We get a lot of things. Yeah. I guess people enjoy that. I think the I think the home for spicy things is video. I think that's going to yeah. be moving over. I think that's what we need to do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Because yep. it's like, it's much, I think it's much more fun to see the reaction. Much more fun to see me throw up. You throw up, yeah. <laughs> Pay a dollar, see Tyler throw up on Patreon. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to spoil the end of any videos that might be up there, but... If you ever you, wanted to see a, a daywalker ginger chubby man throw up? <laughs> If you do want to see Tyler throw up, pay us a dollar, please. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash there are two episodes where I do it. <laughs> also, speaking of Patreon, I guess just go ahead and yeah, yeah. jump yeah, in yeah. front of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, we weren't able to do the waifu pillow photos this month mm-hmm, uh, because mm-hmm. it's kind of been a crazy month. Yeah. We're going to do it, and I don't want to – I want to say this so that no one worries about it. Mm-hmm. But I also uh, don't want it to happen. And I feel like if I say it out loud, it's probably going to happen. Even if we dip under $500, we've already made that $500 yeah, yeah, yeah. mark. So, yep. I mean, like, yep, yep. we're committed to doing that. Yep. So it's going to happen. It's just we don't know when we're going to do it. We have not forgotten about it. Yep. Um, but I just want to throw that out there. Yep. Uh, we're going to be recording uh, our next Patreon episode tomorrow with Miller, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I guess we have two, because what we're recording tomorrow will technically be July's Patreon. So it'll be like a day late, you know, maybe. And a dollar short. So there you go. Yeah. But we already have our our uh, August video lined up. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. It'll be a lot more than a day late because okay. uh, I'm not going to edit it and publish it the same night. Okay. I can't do that two nights in a row. <laughs> that's, okay, that's fair. Yeah. But it'll be like, it's around the very beginning of August. That's fine. I also get to go home tonight after recording and watch Pixels. I'm really not. Oh, you should be totally, totally jazzed. Yeah. Listen, up, listen <laughs> I did that last night. I paid three ninety nine to watch it on Amazon. Yeah. I, don't, I have the Blu-ray, but I don't have a currently working Blu-ray player. That fucking sucks, dude. You like, should have let me Both no. of my computer and my laptop are both no optical drives. PS4 like, is busted. PS4 is not working. Yeah, yeah. I remember you saying that it was mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, on the outs. The, so the, the re HDMI port has the oh most my. common problem is it is it comes loose and won't maintain signal. That's what's going on with that. That sucks. So yeah. So uh, you were saying I derailed us. I'm sorry. Uh, talking uh, about Patreon and stuff. August Patreon. We did get the the Death Nut Challenge in. Yeah. From multiple people. <laughs> yeah, we got three of the bad boys, <laughs> which is awesome. Capsaicin Czar Chris mm. sent two. Mm-hmm. And um, you received Master one Bowl, from Mastermold, right? Yep. Also, I would like to say, 
when I was going through everybody who was at Exalted Lord Mike of Purdue's wedding mm-hmm. last episode, mm-hmm. I completely forgot the man with a big dick who was sitting right next to me during the ceremony. Uh, I didn't see him in any pictures, so. He w- he is in a picture. Mm, okay. So um, what I don't, I'm, I sent him a message saying, uh, hi, I'm, <laughs> Hi. Uh, I feel re- I felt Could, really couldn't bad. see you for your dick. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, right? yeah, that's the old idiom, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, congratulations. I said hi. Congratulations on the large penis. Also, I'm super sorry that I forgot. I completely. I, I felt really bad. So, Master Mold Mike was also at Exalted Lord Mike of Purdue's wedding. So there. Uh, sorry, Mike. It's all right. It's all right. He's, he still gave us stuff, so clearly he's fine with it. He probably <laughs> sent it before the wedding, so. And he sent it to you also, That's so true. there's that. Well, I didn't even go. I got that fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're, I think your Mike's, your Mike's golden boy. <laughs> um, let's see. So, hopefully, we'll, we can bring back together the same people who did the one-chip challenge for this Death Nut uh, challenge. So We're, all gonna gonna we're all going to watch Death Note. We're all going to watch Death Note while we and, eat and Death Nut. <laughs> yeah, and Nut. Yeah, we're all we're all going to masturbate while we watch Death Note and eat hot and eat, peanuts. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, whatever. yeah, no gloves, like nuts on junk. You know what? I was not on board until you told me that we were going to be masturbating. Uh, so now, <laughs> now I'm in. Yeah, I mean, it's you great. love eating nuts. You love masturbating. Yeah, got to make that video. So three birds, one stone. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's rare. It's rare you get three. Three birds. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Um, and mm-hmm. normal, we're still kind of doing our own thing, going through games that we want to play, not yeah. any particular list, while we yeah. figure out what we want to do. So this week, uh, who requested this? Do you remember? Dig Dougie. Dig Dougie. Yeah, Dig Dougie requested Kabuki Quantum Fighter. Yeah. So long ago, I believe that he forgot that he requested it. <laughs> <laughs> and also, when I was going through my notes, um, I was like... Huh. Dig Dougie requested this, and it says I have in my notes that he sent us a copy of the game. So I don't know if that's true, but because I don't remember that. But I thank ha- you, Dig Dougie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Yeah, Ryan might have that. I have to ask him because he has. Like I don't have room in this yeah, house for like my extensive collection, so yeah. he still has all that. So I'd have to ask him to check. But I, I might have made an error in my note keeping. But um, thanks, Dig Dougie. If you did, I yeah. should have asked you during the Twitch stream, but. Didn't think about it. Yeah, I was laser focused on beating Kabuki Quantum Fighter. But before we break down Kabuki Quantum Fighter, mm-hmm. I'm your beard host Tyler. Hey Tyler. And I, yeah, I didn't bring an intro story. We don't really have a package or anything to open. We lead very boring lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, uh, and we're all out of masturbation stories. <laughs> like the new ones don't come as fast anymore. Yeah, uh, right. yeah. <laughs> all right, that was a was a double entendre. Yeah. So I thought we could look at uh, look at some Ask Reddits. Let's get, do, get yeah. a, uh, you know Trials of Reddit part two. There are some more, so I want to do. There are more another, Trials of Reddit. Yeah. There, oh, dude, what do we more. do? What are we even? I just doing? need to compile them. But, oh, so sometime I'm going to go back. Oh my God! Yes. Some new trials of more. Reddit. Yes. But just looking at uh, looking at Ask Reddit. Let's see. Here's one close to the top. So explain Ask Reddit to me. What is what is Ask Reddit? Ask Reddit is basically where somebody will ask a. It's poll Reddit, so it's a poll. it's a subreddit that you're automatically locked into. You'd have to, you have to unsubscribe from it. So whenever you make a Reddit account, you're so it's automatically a default, in this default, default subreddit. subreddit. Hi, I'm Dave. I do not know how Reddit works. <laughs> that's a lie. I'm just I'm asking for those yeah, of you listening who that's don't. That's a know. good point. Because <laughs> Reddit is a, a a large forum made up of 
large and miniature communities. Yeah, and over like, almost anything you can think of. Girls are like stick sharpies in their butts. Yeah, that's a thing. And guys, that's the most important one. I assume. I assume there's guys. They just get downvoted to Maybe oblivion. You're probably so. right. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I've noticed that a lot of the gone wild genre subreddits <laughs> is like a dude will try and then um, everybody says no, no. we don't want this <laughs> I, I mean go back to Massive Cock where they like that sort of thing right yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh, the, everyone is defaulted into this subreddit so basically it is someone will ask a question and it's posted to everyone that is on the subreddit which is a lot of reddit so you get a huge cross section of interesting answers to various questions. All right, because a Be whole bunch jokey of different people or serious or right. right. Okay, cool. I'm, I have never participated in Ask Reddit. My I very few times. My subreddits are strictly NSFW now. Yeah. Like I mean, that is <laughs> the only reason I use Reddit anymore, mm. and that is all that has taken a backseat as well. So you it's see, because I. Now that I'm not on any more NSFW subreddits, mm-hmm. like it's made my Reddit experience completely different. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So. You probably come out like feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. But here's one. What would you like to experience for the very first time again? Well, sex. Next question. <laughs> right? I mean, sex. Next question. Uh, the number one answer is... Sex. The intoxicating euphoria I felt when I moved out of my parents' place and into my own apartment. <laughs> nope, wrong answer. <laughs> wrong answer. Because what was... Where, where, where did sex rank on there? Uh, let's if it's see. not on there, then this is bullshit. Natural serotonin production in my brain. Well, that does happen, right? Every song in my music library. The night I made my move on my now fiancé after being in love with her for two years. So I guess that's... That counts, but that's not... You know, you know what I mean? Getting my dog as a puppy. How old are these people? Uh, it doesn't say. Yeah. I mean, old enough to move out of their parents' house, which makes me think. I think people are not being honest, is my, my point. Love orgasming. All right. It's in the list. Where is but it? Orgasming. Like number 18 or something? Uh, it's in the top 10. And orgasming is so different than sex, too. Like, that's like... Anyone can do that, right? Yeah. Well, I remember, mo- I remember being in middle school and being like, anyone can do this. <laughs> <laughs> this is meaningless. Uh, let's see. Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it is a really, really good show. <laughs> like, it's not making my list, but yeah. Avatar The Last Airbender. That was my first sort of bonding <laughs> moment with uh, Artsy AJ. Oh, yeah. She okay, also that's loved cool. that. So, like... I, if I were to get more tattoos, I think I would get very small items that represent the first thing I bonded with each of the girls with. You should do that. You should. I'm, so I'm going to get the cheetah. Yeah. <laughs> that has nothing to do with any children. <laughs> it has something. It has very much something to do with the uh, 36-year-old dude I work with who drew those Perfect. things on the whiteboard. <laughs> so. so like I thought about like a blue pitchfork for the Percy Jackson series, which is the first thing that I bonded with Brainy, uh, Brainy Gatsby over. Um, chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate Chica. Uh, maybe a symbol of the air, the air tribe or whatever from Last Airbender. Uh, you are working on a lot of tattoo ideas. I'm trying to think for that's Ken. a lot of tattoos. Will you get them on your face? That's the first thing Ken and I both <laughs> loved together oxygen, Mario. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's good. Yeah, Mario. Henry and I have a routine at night. Um, he has a Mario Kart blanket, mm-hmm. so when he gets tucked in, I hold the blanket up and I ask him who all the characters are mm-hmm. and then what number is on it because it's from Mario Kart 8. Um, 
And it's breaking my heart a little bit because, like, he is getting tired of the game, and I am not. Like, I like hearing, yeah, that is Luigi. That is the number eight, and that is Mario. What he'll do is, like, give me fake answers, and it's like, I'll get frustrated and be like, you're not even trying. <laughs> and I'll just, like, <laughs> toss the blanket on it. Like, the fuck you go. You're not even trying. You've hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> this could have been a forever moment, but you but you it. ruined it. Uh, my first kiss with my wife. My wife. How was how was your first kiss with Nikki? Um, I remember <laughs> I remember the first kiss. I remember kissing her and being like, "Man, I hope I get a blowjob." <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I imagine how my dick would like. That. Yeah, my dick would probably like it a lot. <laughs> um, and um, this show, she's a really good kisser. Yeah, she is, like, a good, she is a good kisser. If a kisser, you're going to be like, oh. Jesus. <laughs> I don't want that to suck get, my dick. Get these lips away from my <laughs> penis, please. Yeah, but that's totally like, um, yeah, it's totally what I was thinking about. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being real here. Because <laughs> my first kiss with Melissa was such a long time and tension-filled thing coming that I was, I was, we were both very, very nervous about it. When did you have your first kiss? Like 34 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, our our first kid, yeah, no, I was I was 29 my first kid ever. Uh, and I remember when we finally when we finally did When was the, when was your first kiss with Melissa? Oh, like was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles still on the air? No. No, no, no. <laughs> it was like 2 2000 I don't know. I don't know. 2000 But around that time six, like okay. 6 7 8 like All right. I was I was Going to culinary school, hmm. so it was it was at that point. Really, I figured it was much much earlier. No. I figured it was like middle school or something. I tr- I when we were going out in sixth grade, I told one of her friends that I was going to, but she wasn't ready for it yet. So whenever I had my arm around her about to do it, that's when she went out to the because we were at the beta club dance. So we were at the middle school like commons area where they would have all the dances and yeah. we were on one of the benches or whatever and I had my boys on around. one side girls on the other side right it was a little more mixed oh than that. wow you yeah, guys yeah, are adventurous yeah, yeah. progressive yeah. you don't want to be square quote unquote I get, yeah right god forbid so I did the whole like yawning thing and put my arm around her oh yeah. smooth that's what she said <laughs> sarcastically <laughs> yeah yeah me too I, like, hey, I don't know not, I don't know if you caught that <laughs> you're <laughs> not too. turning away so yeah <laughs> Uh, but then I told a mutual friend, like, I wanted to kiss her. She's like, oh, my God, you should. That'd be perfect. And then after I told her that, I guess she went and told Melissa that. So whenever I did that and I was getting closer to her to try and do it, then her and Good Time Gatsby and Pretty Gatsby both, like, oh, we want to do cheerleading. So they went out oh, to the front. Oh, I remember. You told this story shit. before. Yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah, yeah. about it until the ridiculous fucking we want to do cheerleading. So, like, recently I've asked her, yeah. just like, she's like, yeah, I didn't know. No, I did that on purpose because I wasn't ready for it yet. Yeah, yeah. That totally. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. right. Of course. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Before that, I thought she was just, like, oblivious. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, we tell ourselves that. So, yeah. No, no, no. I was happier before she told me. Right. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I was yeah. a happier person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's like the equivalent of. I remember going back to Cedar Rapids where I went to middle school. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was like when this was like when I was in college, early years in college, and there was a a girl that I ran to into at a party uh, who I went to middle school with, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I had such a crush on you," and I was like, "Why did you not fucking tell me this?" Mm-hmm. Because I didn't know. I would have uh, loved to have been all up I on you. I would have fingered you in a garage yeah. so hard. So you <laughs> might have loved it. <laughs> There's a chance that you would have enjoyed it. 
do you have a sturdy vagina? Because you would have liked it if it's sturdy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's the what's the elasticity rating on that bad boy? Huh? <laughs> There's got to be an elasticity rating. Sure. There has to be a thing. Surely, like is the your rubber band made of the same ballistic gel they use in Mythbusters. <laughs> The slow, the slow mo camera, <laughs> just it's vaginal like, lips blowing. It's like shooting a gun. Ballistic gel is the same way by getting fingered by Dave in middle school. <laughs> I'd like to say that's not true. <laughs> that would. I'd like to say that's not true. But you know, we all learn. We all got to start somewhere. Yep. <laughs> mistakes. Mistakes are made. That's how you learn. That's, that's how you get better. That's how you learn. That's why it's important to never fake an orgasm. That you have 100. Like, oh, that works. Then we're yeah. going to keep doing that. So yeah. don't do it. 100 goddamn percent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I stopped faking them years ago. Oh, yeah. Me too. Years ago. <laughs> I used to I used to keep warm lotion in my hand. And be like, all right, I'm going to pull out. Close your eyes. Splurge. There you go. I just spit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, doesn't it smells good, doesn't it? Close your eyes and I'll come in your face. Split. Yeah, you feel that cum texture? <laughs> no, but my first kiss with my lovely wife. <laughs> yeah, back to yeah, back to the I first kiss. I remember as soon as like we started to kiss, she was incredibly tense. Like this is it. Like oh god. And because I, I could tell she was nervous. Like, you know, people do that like right before, like in a car accident. Too, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> okay. it could have been a car. Like after all the buildup and everything that yeah, we yeah, had, sure. like if I had just what been the sucks? worst kisser. Yeah. 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 So th- then once we actually started kissing, then I just felt her like just melt, little like melt into it. So it, I remember after that, when I saw the movie Ratatouille and whenever. I've never seen it. Whenever they kiss for the first time, that is. Who, Ratatouille and Ratatouille's girlfriend? Right. Pretty. The two humans. (laughs) Oh, okay. The two main human characters. Ratatouille is a a mouse, right? Uh Or a rat. Well, no, I guess Ratatouille is the dish that's important. Oh, really? What's the name of the. Remy. Remy. The name of the rat. Who is voiced by Pat Pat Noswell, right? Okay. Uh I knew that that's the only thing I know about the movie. Yeah. Is that and Evo's my Garmin J Chef at Sullivan uh, consulted on that movie. Really? No mm-hmm. shit. That's cool. Yep. Like on the rat part? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him being a chef is irrelevant. He's a ra- also a rat, rat expert. Oh, yeah. A ratologist. <laughs> like, I imagine the studios coming to him and like, does the stomach on Patton Oswalt's rat character need to be larger? <laughs> <laughs> We're really trying to go for anatomically correct. Well, what kind of rat is he? Is he a, nor- a northern white belly side city rat? Or Icelandic rat? <laughs> but it was it was like that where it just like, at first she was like, oh shit, this is, you know, oh my God, what's this going to be like? And then just like melted into perfection. And it was like so ratatouille. first kiss was amazing. Yeah. Okay. I guess I need to see ratatouille now, yeah, clearly. You do. So I can catch this reference. And once they kiss, then you can stop. <laughs> then you can be done. Does it happen early on in the movie? Mm, I guess like the middle to 60% of the way in. It's a good movie. I should see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ratatouille is a, yeah? a great it's movie. It's a good movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, let's see. Fine. Sold. Uh, Skyrim is also up here. Like the first time they, someone want to re-experience it again mm-hmm. for the first time? If I had to no. re-experience a game, of course, it would be Earthbound. Chrono Trigger for me. Yeah. I am. Um, of course. I have gotten into this thing where, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, but like, I kind of had like a rough end of last week. Um, yeah. Just like work stuff, nothing like serious, just like a lot of stress. Because you got a lot of shit thrown on you for last minute, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I had a lot of projects that kind of like came up that needed to be addressed immediately. Um, and a whole bunch of people in my department were out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, dude, Saturday rolled around and it was just like, I just 
Henry's cool. He's like doing his own thing. Nikki's chilling in the in the living room. I'm just gonna like play Chrono Trigger on the TV in the living room, and I like not even to like progress or anything. I spent two hours in the Millennial Fair. Is like that's mm-hmm. all I did. Like with the music, I fought Gato uh, over and over again until I could buy the Load Sword. Uh, See, I man, I've done that shit too because I didn't want to lose that. I wanted a perfect. I wanted a perfect playthrough, but I wanted to get the Load Sword, but I didn't want to get any guilty votes. Oh yeah, I got so guilty votes. You, I can't avoid them. Yeah, you can't if you leave the Millennial Fair, you get a guilty vote. So for me to get a perfect not guilty, I had to stay there and farm with Gato to get the load sword. Yeah, I left. I didn't know that if you left, you got a guilty vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, I left a few times to sleep at the house, uh, and I made this really great joke about like premarital sex because <laughs> uh, <laughs> normally they have all their own beds. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe. Maybe maybe not. Maybe I'm confusing Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy VI. VI. Yeah, there are always three beds in an inn. Yeah, I love that. They're always free. It's like, yeah, it's like and the Dick Van Dyke. And you walk and get in your own individual bed. Yep. That is perfectly sized for you. Yep, it's perfect. God, I would hate sleeping in a bed with just my perfect body dimensions. <laughs> oh, I'd, yeah, it would suck. It would be weird because I'm used to sleeping with another human, mm. you know. I said human weird. Human. Mm, human. Like I didn't believe I was a human. Ted for a Cruz for a human president. <laughs> also an amazing website. Please go to Ted Cruz oh, for really? human president. I didn't know this was a thing. Oh, fuck. Because it... God, I just love the the whole subculture of Ted Cruz being an alien. Yeah, <laughs> so, sure. Yeah. Or the Zodiac Killer. Or Oh, I hadn't heard that one. Lizard, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your next Call of Cthulhu game. <laughs> Well, you said, well, you ruined it. <laughs> Never <laughs> mind. There goes the fucking surprise. <laughs> you want to uh, talk about Kabuki Quantum Fighter? Sure. Or do you want to do more Ask Reddit stuff? No, right, we can do that. We can do that. I'm excited to talk about it, man. Okay. Like, I, um, oh, do you hear that? Yeah, what, what is that? Uh, it sounds <laughs> we're, like. We're doing this. Uh, the, yeah, this is opposite. This is work. Do I need to read it? Y- yes, and. <laughs> yes, and I believe that's a train noise. <laughs> Which ushers in. Yeah, it's like, no, I have a gun. <laughs> I like that it comes back to that uh, every time. Uh, uh, yeah, of course I hear that thing that sounds like a train, which of course ushers in a segment, a long held Tadpog tradition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Dave reads from Wikipedia. Uh, I am going to remember to truncate silence on this episode uh, <laughs> so that you don't hear the excruciatingly long pause while I pull up Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a super prepared and professional <laughs> podcasting boy. Okay, guys. Guys. Kabuki, colon, quantum fighter. Mm-hmm. I do not agree with that colon. Nope. I don't see it anywhere on the box art. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. I think I think Wikipedia done fucked So we, we veto that colon. Yeah. Yeah. Or as it's known in Japan, Jigoku Kokoraku Maru, which translates uh-huh. to Hell Paradise Round. <laughs> <laughs> Is a 2D... Hell. Colon, paradise, paradise round. round. Or hell paradise, colon, round. round. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we're, we're, human inter- we're human entertainment, and it's like, we do things a little bit different here. We need <laughs> games after shapes, <laughs> not numbers. The next qu- Kabuki Quantum Fighter will be square. <laughs> we already did circle. We already did round. Uh, it's a 2D action platformer video game developed by Human Entertainment and published by the defunct American publishing arm of HAL Laboratory. 
Uh, it came out on the Nintendo Entertainment System uh, in 1991. It came out in Japan like December of 1990, oh. and then like January of 1991. So it had like a really release. close, yeah, close release. Uh, it also came out uh, in Europe, if you're into that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, in 1992. I um, have a quiz for you, Tyler. All right. Prepared. What other human entertainment games have we done on this show? Human Entertainment? Yeah. It does sound like a company that is comprised of robots making games. Human Entertainment. Uh, of course we are all humans here at Human Entertainment. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> Sex I, and Doritos. <laughs> I enjoy procreating with my partner. <laughs> Don't you, fellow human? Procreation and acts that do not that are procreation related but will not end in pregnancy. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> <laughs> No, I have a gun. <laughs> Thank you. And podcast <laughs> over. This has been the Kabuki Quantifier episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I really fucking have. <laughs> that was really good. We're done. We're, yeah, there's we're no done. we're not going to do better than that. That's so another it. human or how how laboratories. We'll start with human. Okay. Or we can start with Hal if you want, because okay. that was question number two. I, mean, what I was about other... to say Hal, because I remember I was excited when I saw this, because Hal's Earthbound. It's a huge one. Yeah. Earthbound. I knew you were going to get Fuck that. Yeah. What else is Hal known for? Did they have their hand in the Donkey Kong games? No. Uh, they did... Um, I mean, I know they've, they've been around. They've done good shit. Kirby is their big mm-hmm. thing. Kirby's the big thing. Uh, and then arguably the bigger thing, not to me, but mm-hmm. to a lot of people probably younger than me, Super Smash Brothers is, uh, is Hal's. Like, mm-hmm. that's Hal's stuff. Uh, and they did a few um, Pokemon offshoots. Mm-hmm. None of the main series, but like Pokemon Snap and uh, Pokemon uh, Stadium. Okay. Hal's good. Hal does quality shit. I like Hal. Yeah, I like their logo with like the wiener dog, platypus kind of thing with the eggs and stuff. Yes, Dave. Yeah. Yes, because that's also Hal. 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 (laughs) Yeah, from Space Odyssey. Um, Yeah, that took me a minute. Uh, I was like, is Tyler doing a wiener dog? Like, (laughs) yes, wiener dog. This is how wiener dogs all sound. God, that would be fucking great. That would be fucking (laughs) awesome. That's like that's like the idea for an RPG character right there, where it's like he's like just a normal guy with a normal job. However, uh, (laughs) wiener dogs talk to him. And he can't communicate back to them. They just, like, throw knowledge at him. And they get mad at him because they don't respond. <laughs> right, yeah, he's rude, yeah. But it's all dog knowledge. It's like it's like when we learned in D&D that essentially speak with animals is a really shitty spell because it's like, <laughs> hey, bird, did you see that thief? I hungry. Need, yeah, I need to eat worm. <laughs> but, yeah, hungry is probably more accurate. Like, I feel like dog level is like, I need to eat worm. Bird level is like... Danger! (laughs) Small bear. Booping. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But human entertainment. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything platformy like this that we've played. Go in a different, go in a different direction. I like where you're going, but okay, think about so weird games. Something Kabuki related. Yeah, Kabuki um, related. LSD Dream Simulator. That's a good guess. Um, weirder than that. Weirder What's than that? What's the weirdest game we've talked about on this show? Oh, shit. That's not Nekapara. Just like right above, right above Nekapara. Mm. Well, because that's not a game. So. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, I correct myself. <laughs> what is the weirdest game? Weirder than LSD Dream Simulator. Here's a hint. You want a hint? Uh-huh. It's on the same system as Kabuki Quantum Fighter. It's a weird-ass NES game. I don't know. Monster Party. Oh, yeah. I thought about that when I was playing this. They developed Monster Party. Okay. You thought about Monster Party while you were playing it? I did think about Monster Party when I was playing this. Why is that? Just 
I guess, yeah, I don't even know why. I guess in the end, the platforming stuff did kind of remind me, or at least the weird, it was it was the the enemy design, I think. Like the weirder yeah. bosses and sort of the mm-hmm. weird fleshy stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's a lot of that in this game. Yeah. Um, they also did Clock Tower, oh. which we played for the for the SNES. Underrated. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to go back and finish that sometime. Yeah. Uh, Get the good ending. It. I mean, they did other stuff. Yeah, but those are the, probably those are the things that we've talked okay, about. Okay, so those, those are those are two really good companies coming together. Yeah, I know. I agree. Yeah. Uh, How published it, and I hope that Kabuki Quantum Fighter is not what like ended the North American publishing <laughs> arm of Hal. Because well, like, I can imagine nothing Kabuki is going to fly super hard in America. It so. is a really weird choice. Mm-hmm. Like that is probably the weirdest thing about this game mm-hmm. is that it does feature a Kabuki. Theater performer, mm-hmm, Kabuki mm-hmm. actor. I don't know anything about Kabuki. Like, Do you? Uh, a Kabukist. A Kabukist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anything about Kabuki? I did it all for the Kabuki. That's all I know. Uh-huh, yeah. That famous <laughs> song about Kabuki theater. When you hit the question mark, get your Kabuki suit. Yeah. 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 Nice. <laughs> all right. How long can we keep this going? I think it's over. Because who who else have I seen? Was it Samurai Shodan that has a Kabuki warrior that you can be? I think so. It's been a while. He has like a big like halberd looking weapon. I think, yeah, with the pole arm. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. But it's also tough for me because it's like I don't really know that much about Kabuki where it's like hard for me to identify like is that actual like Kabuki or is Mm -hmm. that just something that's similar looking to it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like – have you seen – you probably haven't and I say that just because – I know you haven't seen a lot of shitty movies. Um, and I say shitty lovingly. Um, Trauma did in the ni- in ni- 1990. Uh, that's, that's, that's different. They, right. Yeah. It's shitty on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's it's funny. Yeah. Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD. No. <laughs> it's uh, pretty good. And by that, I mean, it's, I mean, it's bad, but it is, it's funny because it is um, very 1990s in like, Watch the trailer at least, because like even like watching the trailer is uh, a cringe fest because they're like you know throw it around terms like Oriental and stuff uh, like yeah and okay. it's like very yeah, much yeah. like yeah this is the night this is like what I remember when I was nine <laughs> <laughs> like this is it welcome back um, it is kind of um, a werewolf story but instead of um, a man being bitten by a werewolf uh, an undercover cop is. Kissed by uh, a kabuki ritualist who infuses his body, the undercover cop's body, mm-hmm. with the spirit of a uh, kabuki uh, spirit. I mean, mm-hmm. like he just like he's just kabuki man. So like he goes through like werewolf style transformations, but instead of becoming a werewolf, he becomes a kabuki actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, to my what I feel like kabuki is could be totally wrong because I mean we studied it briefly in high school and oh, in college. Yeah, we did not. So, so what did you learn about it? It's theater, I know it is, right? It's it's theater. Uh, from what I remember, like I said, I could be totally wrong. Somebody will correct me. I forget what law that is on the internet. That the law that you will get more responses if you state a wrong answer than ask a question. I've heard that too, so. but I've heard fa- I've heard that it's faster responses. Uh, like okay. you get a response faster if you like post bad information mm-hmm. instead of asking a question. Like instead <laughs> of being like, um, instead of being like, how do I feed a cat? You would say, I just fed my cat glass. <laughs> and then just step away and like see. Oh, okay. Nice. Cats love glass. It's really good for them. Cat food, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Check that out. Because uh, I know they have the the white face paint. Yeah. And usually like some kind of like flashy ceremonial clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it's almost 
from what I remember, like seeing one, maybe one Kabuki performance is like there's a like a da- a slow like dancing aspect to it. I feel like it's silent a they, lot. They do Fortnite dances at some point. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's about as much as I'm willing to say because I'm probably really wrong, but that's all that I remember. And then like the wooden sandals and stuff, right? That's part of it. Yeah, yes, I think that's part of the costume. And it's like. Is there some kind of connection to... I'm asking you this because I know you're a Naruto fan. Mm-hmm. Is there some kind of connection to Jiraiyu and Kabuki? Because, like, whenever he enters, it always does that, like... Wow! Yeah, it does that, like, <laughs> ding, 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 no! Like, like that's a Kabuki thing, right? Possibly. I think that it is, but I don't know. I didn't do research on Kabuki, Tyler. God, I love Jiraiya. God, he's such a good character. I miss him. Did he die? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. The spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> totally he dies. He dies. <laughs> but of course he dies. I'm not, like, not even surprised. And it's, I mean, he, he dies does. in a, and I could be sad and miss him, but he died in a good way. So. So he went out, he went out in a good way. Yeah. yeah. That's good. There's some characters who did not. So. Oh, really? But I can like imagine. Uns- there are unceremonious oh, deaths. Yeah. Really? One big character just dies out of the blue, completely unceremonious, just dead. Is it for like the sake of like shit is real? Like, is that I what it's I think like the for? people, because they're in, they're, in, they're in war. So it's just like, you know, not every death in war is big and glorious. Sometimes shit just happens. Man, I want to know happens. who it is because I want to know who how big this character is, but I don't want to know at the same time. Okay. So don't tell me. Okay. It's bad enough that I know Dryo dies. But. <laughs> It doesn't surprise it's, me. I mean, it is one of Naruto's class. I, I assume. Yeah. Ah, bummer. Okay, now I'm going through my head like <laughs> the ones who I know are alive at the end, which aren't many. Which, man. Because I just don't know. The latest episode of Boruto? Yeah. Fuck. So you're staying current fuck. with Boruto? Yeah. Yeah. It has, like, the... God, it's got to be one of the best fight scenes in Naruto, Naruto Shippuden, and Boruto. Really? The latest episode of Boruto. It's so... And they brought it back, like, one of their best animators to do it. Like, cool. it's fucking... So fucking awesome. good. How far along is that? Like, how far into Boruto? Ah, uh, it's not that. It's not that many. Are you just saying that to like convince me to watch it? Or no, like... I mean, there's like forty episodes. Maybe oh, that's too many. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> See, we just have different definitions well, of like how many is a lot. Shippuden was like seven hundred episodes. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. We've almost got Shippuden beat. Yeah, we, I mean, Boruto we... has like no filler though so far. Give us so. two more years, and we will be to the number of episodes <laughs> that there were of Naruto. <laughs> but I'm I'm really enjoying Boruto and how it. I think it's going to shape up to be like better. Than, cool. than Naruto. So. Cool. I mean, it's more modern, so I would think that it's, it's a lot more modern. Yeah. It's weird going back and watching, like, because I've gone back to watch, like, a few old episodes of Naruto, like, old ones, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, this was weird. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you're this weird, like, yeah, where you don't see anybody really talking on phones, and they were laid by messenger, but then eventually you see, like, Team Guy has, like, headsets on to communicate, like, once, and then not anymore. And, yeah. like, a Naruto movie, they're in a movie theater, and they're all standing on the ceiling because they snuck into the movies. But, like, uh-huh. you don't see in no other way they ever see anything remotely that modern in the rest of Naruto. So, but in Boruto, they, they measure that up. They bring it where it makes a lot more sense. Has anyone yet done a really cool uh, borat poster, like, parody? All, all the time. Have you seen it yeah. yet? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Unless you've been in Boruto. Like, so you, no. you see Borat's that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kakashi has a Borat summon. Right. It's really great. <laughs> no, no, no. It has to exist on the internet somewhere. <laughs> Someone has. Borato. Yeah, I can't be the only one who has thought of that. He's got on like a headband with the Star of David struck, struck through. <laughs> Borat. <laughs> Uh, so Sandwich Pope Phil, please make that poster. Or Exalted Lord Micah Purdue, whoever gets to it faster. 
Oh, man. What were you saying? Kabuki? Kabuki. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of a weird focus, I feel yeah, like. For I guess it's a tradition <laughs> in Japan that it has absolutely nothing over here. Like, whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't, I think that, like, sumo wrestling probably has a bigger foothold in American absolutely. culture than Kabuki does. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like if we got 100, if we asked Reddit, North America, like... Mm-hmm. Well, never mind. Everyone on Reddit's kind of nerdy. So, like, it's. Kabuki's something that Bobby Hill would get into (laughs) for like one or two episodes just to piss off Hank. Oh, man. If it was more than one episode, that would be amazing. (laughs) I always love it when, like, something like that happens in a show like King of the Hill, where it's like, this isn't like a. uh, This isn't like narrative. Like, we're not going to really fully explore this, but yet it's a background thing that's going to last for a few Mm. episodes. Like, that is just such a. That's a nice touch. I like that shit. Hey, gotta look King of the Hill. It's not streaming anywhere, I don't think, which is oh, a real... Is it not? I don't think it is. I haven't found it, at least, mm. uh, which is a real bummer, because I, I want to rewatch yeah. all of King of the Hill. Yeah, and I don't want to buy it on, like, DVD or whatever. Like Melissa doesn't like... and She thinks animation is for kids, so, like, adult-themed shows that are animated, she just can't watch, doesn't enjoy them. Like, but, it doesn't compute, or it, she's it just, just like, It doesn't make nah, sense this to her. She's like, this, no. Gotcha. This, mm-hmm. this is supposed to be for kids. Yeah. Like, so, like, La Blue Girl, like... Completely out. Oh no, she fucking masturbates. Yeah, she loves it. Yeah, that's different. So we'll watch that <laughs> for the Death Note challenge instead of Death Note. What's the Death Note parody? Porn parody. There has to be one. Well, I think you'd know it with Death Note. So I think. Oh, it's that's all, it. It's all Death one. Nut. <laughs> all right, that's fair. It's a guy who, whenever he comes, he kills people. The uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. He's got like a, he's got a a black a little black book that has like all these girls' names in if it. If I come in them, they die fifteen minutes later. <laughs> right? uh, the okay, so that's Death Nut. I, I did see recently on Tadpog Nation that the Fortnite porn parody is Fortnite. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, the more extreme version is fart nut. Uh, that's mm. that's all gaping anal. Mm. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, just the sound of it. You're welcome. Ugh. And obviously, you know, <laughs> anal cream pie. Obviously, because oh, fart that's, nut. That's you, fine. You, it yeah. kind of explains itself. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. If, yeah. <laughs> welcome to our Fortnite podcast. Uh-huh. We'll occasionally talk about tiny tunes. <laughs> <laughs> and gaping assholes. Oh, right. Of course. Like a fish can't talk trying about to breathe outside talking of water. About gaping assholes. No, can't try. Yeah, try and stop me. Because mm. that's the Tiny Toon logo when it would stretch <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, I didn't. I thought we were done. Uh-huh. That's no, great. No, you brought no. it back. No, I love no. it. Babs and Buster Bunny <sighs> just stretch out assholes. <laughs> Kabuki Quantum Fighter. Kabuki Quantum Fighter. Yeah, is a weird story about a. Okay, so here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A virus has taken over like a national security computer. Hmm. I'm going to do a better job Skynet. of telling. Yes, I'm going to do a better job of telling the story than the game does. There is an opening cutscene where they relay all this information mm-hmm. to you. Very 80s anime. Yeah, yeah, it, it is totally. And they're like, and also like subject matter too, because they're talking about like nuclear. There's going. To, they're afraid. Okay, what's happened is. Remember, I said I was going to do a better job than the game did. I lied. You are. You already. I are. lied. <laughs> uh, the Virus has infiltrated a government computer that has access to the nuke codes, essentially. Oh. So the defense is worried. The, the team of the defense team, mm-hmm. they are concerned about uh, these nuclear explosions. So they have figured out a way to fight the virus. 
And it's not like Geek Squad or anything like that because it doesn't <laughs> exist yet. But what does exist is a bed that someone can lie down in, lay down in, we'll go lie down in, lie down in. And death bed, the death. bed that eats people. <laughs> Computer bed, <laughs> the bed that turns people into data because that's what it does. Reboot bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scott O'Connor. Gets in this little yeah, very this Japanese bed. name. Yeah, I know. very traditional Japanese name. You know what's funny? In the uh, this was this, <laughs> <laughs> this game was localized, of course, because it's a Japanese game. But what's funny to me? Let me pull up the actual name of the character in the Japanese version. Okay, I think you might be. I think you might. I think you might like it. What should we name him? Scott Connor. Not American enough. Uh, they Try have again, Scott O'Connor. <laughs> Scott Scott Connor. I think that's taken. Make him Irish. <laughs> Throw an oh. uh, one time when I was in America, I ate at O Charlie's. <laughs> I wish his name was Scott O'Charlie. <laughs> O'Charlie's. <laughs> Just O'Charlie's. A man named O'Charlie's climbed into a bed and became a k- kabuki fighter in a computer. <laughs> Uh, these are the, like the, these are like the thoughts of someone who's dying. They're like <laughs> their coma is ending and like they're dying, and it's just like the fragments of data are just like firing. <laughs> they're just like Kabuki, Oh Charlie's, <laughs> <laughs> the Matrix. Uh, uh, let's see. I'm working on getting that. Uh, I'm working on getting that name. It's great. In, uh, okay, here's a factoid about this. In Japan, this game was actually a movie tie-in. Uh, there's Ooh, a, okay. a movie called Japan, I think that's how you pronounce it, um, where there is, um, I haven't seen it. I wanted to fucking watch this movie because it was like, it's supposed to be a weird movie too. And it's like, all right, perfect. I haven't seen anything from like, I don't know anything about Japanese cinema. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I'd like to see this. Cannot find this fucker anywhere except for like on Amazon for $89 or whatever. And uh, it's like, I guess I will not watch that mm-hmm. movie. Um, so I didn't get to find it, uh, but that is uh, when Scott O'Connor gets into Databed, uh, he it enters the computer. It, it, mm-hmm. it, transfer, it transforms his mind into binary, mm-hmm. shoots it into a computer, and inside the computer, he takes on the form of a kabuki performer. Mm-hmm. And it's revealed that the, the, the Databed has like pulled his ancestor, who was a kabuki performer, and given him, given Scott O'Charlie's <laughs> the avatar in the game, mm-hmm. like in, in the computer. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So Scott does not look Scott like Scott O'Connor. I come from a very proud right, kabuki tradition. Right, exactly. So it's right off the bat, it's like, okay, I think maybe Databed might be making an error. Uh, <laughs> someone might want to run, like, I don't know, some kind of defrag on this or something. Okay, it looks no the bed is saying it it pulled your ancestors' data to transform me. Oh no 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 I'm sorry, it it thinks this is funny, it's making a joke. <laughs> Uh, oh, sir, uh, uh, Colonel, we've actually contacted the computer. It says that it will help us, uh, but it does not respect you and will not. <laughs> um, yeah, it keeps calling, sir. It keeps calling you a leprechaun. You're, you're, <laughs> you're a kabuki warrior. It's calling Nancy. I don't. Okay. <laughs> if Doctor Cox from Scrubs was a computer bed, 
<laughs> I think you just wrote the next RPG that we are going to work on. The name of the RPG is Dr. Cox is a computer bed. Like, why can't we get in on this stuff where it's like, we got, there's got to be a market for that. Someone would buy Dr. Cox mm-hmm. is a computer bed for a dollar. It doesn't even have to be a good game. It's like just the title. It's like sold. Here's my, mm, and it's yeah. on, it's a, it's on the steam sale. Here's my 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what this is all about. And it's like the video game is press start and you press start and it's you a recording of you and me. It's a video of us just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> In the Japanese version of the game, the character's name is Bobby. Bobby Yano. The last name okay. quite a bit it's more a Japanese. Bit better, yeah. But Bobby. And in the Japanese version of the game, it is a continuation of Japan. So we're dealing with someone who actually is the ancestor of a kabuki oh, performer. Okay. Okay. So it's not as big of a stretch in the Japanese version <laughs> yeah. as it is for, you know, Scott O'Connor. Yeah. Because no, that's what they needed to change to make the movie a, make the game a success. Right. Ch- change the background character as opposed to the main thing you see. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> but they couldn't change the Kabuki. Like, I guess they could change it. But, like, if they change the fact that you are a Kabuki performer mm. inside a computer fighting, physically fighting the viruses of the computer, mm. this game would not be as good as it is. Like, <laughs> seriously, man. Like, the weirdness is, like, the game, This I think this is a good platformer. And I think the weirdness of it makes it a great platformer. Like, it mm. elevates mm-hmm. it for me mm-hmm. because it is, like... I mean, you love weird shit. I do love weird shit. Anytime I see something I think is suitably weird on Reddit, I always make sure I send it to you. <laughs> like what, uh, Hentai Subway? Yeah. Or is it Subway Hentai? I Subway Hentai. I had never... Th- <laughs> this subreddit is amazing, y'all. Like, remember when we were talking about Reddit earlier and you were like, ask Reddit, yeah, whatever. Uh, make a Reddit account for this one. Because what it is is essentially scans from erotic manga uh, where the dicks have been replaced with Subway sandwiches. <laughs> and Subway motifs everywhere. Like, eat fresh <laughs> right. Subway. Like, there's advertisements. <laughs> so it's the hentai girls who would be getting just massacred by massive dicks instead of eating giant Subway. Subway sandwiches and crying. <laughs> you know, it would be the best thing. They can't, Subway can't do it because. Senpai, it's too fresh. <laughs> Subway can't do it because Jared done fucked up. Uh-huh. But like, it would be great if Subway like embraced it and like reached out to some of the, the people who have done these and been like, this is our new advertising campaign. <laughs> and it's like, they could totally do it. Like they could totally just like advertise on Reddit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, this is where this lives. So. That's hey, a- if Arby's is doing some cool shit, so can we? <laughs> <laughs> look at the, look at this roast beef coming. <laughs> what is it, like an anime girl? Like she's leading back from like a roast beef sub with like what looks like cum in her mouth. She's like, when the roast beef's just too juicy. <laughs> it's a really, really, really good subreddit. It is like one hundred percent worth your time. <laughs> <laughs> Stop reading the news or whatever you're doing right now and like go to pause this podcast, please, and then go check it out. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really funny. <laughs> it was like the funny, it's serious. I was so happy when you sent that to me because it is like the funniest thing that I have seen on the internet in a very long time. Because <laughs> it's like, I'm getting to the age now where it's kind of like, you know what? I don't think the internet likes me anymore. <laughs> and then it's like, I get that. And I'm like, yeah, never mind. I've st- I still have a home here somewhere. 
I can still find love in the darkest corners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All I need, the key is to stay off of Twitter, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter's a weird place. Mm-hmm. 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 Like, in a bad way. Twi- it, like, Reddit, like, the Subway Hentai subreddit is weird place <laughs> in a great a way, way, right? Yeah. <laughs> so many layers. But yeah, Kabuki Quantum Fighter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Weird game. Um, the premise, if you haven't pieced that together from the premise already, spoilers, I did absolutely love this game. Like, I fucking loved this game. Like, I'm really, really thankful that Dig Duggy suggested that we play this game because, like, I fell in love with this game. Mm-hmm. And I played it a bit before I streamed because I normally stream the games that we're talking about. I normally do that on Sunday, like 8.30 Central. That's a plug. Come hang out. Um, Come to church. Yeah, Tadbog Church. And <laughs> uh, uh, Jiraiya's name we pray. Uh, we, uh, like, I played this game w- way a lot before I streamed th- mm. on Sunday. And I normally don't do that. Um, so like I got in and I was like, I'm going to beat this game. I had already beaten it twice, like earlier that week. Uh. Cause like I started playing this game and it was like, all right, this is like, this is going to be my night. Like I'm going to dedicate the night to just figuring this game out. And then once I did that, I was like, I'm going to do that again mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to do it better. Uh, and then so the third time I beat the game was on stream and it was like, it was so much fun. Like. breezing through this game. Mm -hmm. I did a, I did a, it was not a really short run. It wasn't like a speed run. I was like watching the cutscenes and stuff like that. But I did a no death run, which was like a big deal for me. I didn't even realize it until like the very end. I was like, did I die? I don't think that I died. This game, you came over right as I was beating it. Yeah, yeah. I'm really proud that you got hard as fuck. (laughs) It is a difficult game and that's one of the things that Mm -hmm. I like. Like it's challenging. It's like, this to me is like a perfect platformer. I know that sounds crazy, but like to me, a perfect platformer is it's a game that like challenges you constantly, but never feels like it's too difficult to surmount. Mm -hmm. Like that's perfect. Like that's the difficulty I want in all video games, unless I'm just trying to chill, you know? Mm -hmm. But like, if I'm, if I'm looking to like play a damn video game, like I want it to be, I want it to feel challenging, but not impossible. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's why I can't get into Dark Souls, because dark I know Dark Souls isn't impossible. I know it's possible, mm-hmm. but like, not to me. It does not feel like it is to me. It has to feel like it's like it's doable. And Kabuki Quantum Fighter like does a wonderful job of being like, this is doable. Like whenever I would take a hit or die, I would be like, oh, well, I died because of this. So next time, I'll try something different. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like obtuse. It would just felt like, well, this is just going to take some learning. Uh, and then once I learned it, like, this is going to sound crazy because I don't think that like developers were thinking about stuff like this at the time. But like this game feels like it was designed to be speedrun. Like it really does because it's like a lot of the things in the game, like a lot of the obstacles in the game, even the enemies, like it's so much easier if you're just going fast. It it feels like you know how like in Super Mario Brothers, like you never let off the B button. Like you're always just going mm-hmm. like balls to the wall like as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. That's what Kabuki Quantum Fighter felt like to me. Where I, like I didn't want to slow down because I felt like if I slowed down, the game was going to get more difficult. Well, see, I felt the opposite because I felt like really? it rewarded you for being patient. Really? To try and you know not get hit and conserve your chips. Yeah. But at the same time, like I found myself like. Because I could get through it, but I ran out of time constantly. Mm. 
constantly. Like I would get through every stage if I didn't die from a timeout. Like five five seconds left. Yeah, but see, that's another reason I feel like this game wants you to hurry mm-hmm. because like the time constraints are limited. Like they don't. I feel like they don't want you fucking around. Like I. This is honestly how I feel like this design decision was made. They were like, okay. We do have enemies in this game that when you kill, they drop hearts, which give the player life, and they drop chips, which give the player ammo for their sub I, I guess if we should back up to, like, yeah, it's a, an action platformer where your primary weapon, because you have, like, your base melee weapon that takes no ammunition. That is your hair. That's your hair. That That's you your whip big, your hair forward. flowing red mane mm. of hair that kills just about anything that's not a boss in, in one hit. Yep, and you get you start out with just like a one simple projectile, and every time you level up, you get an upgrade to your projectile. Right, uh, and those are the chips are the ammos for those projectiles. Mm-hmm. But uh, what what I was getting at is I feel like the designers realized that someone, if they wanted to, could just farm hearts and they could farm chips and replenish their life and replenish their ammo Mm, if they had enough time. And I feel like those time constraints were just like, no, we... Because drops aren't super rare. They're not super rare, Mm -hmm. uh, which is nice, you know, because you, you, a lot of times, especially the first time playing through it, you need that stuff, you know? It's like, God, please something drop a heart. Um, But like, I feel like that was a design decision where it's like, we don't want to allow the player to farm. Like yeah. we want to limit the amount of farming that a, that somebody can do when they play this game because it goes against the spirit of the game, mm-hmm. and I think I totally respect that. I think that's amazing. I don't like I don't like platformers where time is not an issue. Yeah. You know, like I don't like because like Mega Man will require you to spend a ex- ton of fucking time exactly yeah. farming stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like. I don't mind doing it in a Mega Man game because Mega Man, like, those are some really good games. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's something where it's like, yeah, that's fine. That's that's not a big deal. Um, but like, I don't know, man. It's nice to play a game where you, that is not required and it's not intended. And that's why I felt like Kabuki Quantum Fighter mm-hmm. is, it's why I fell in love with it. Because it's like, I do honestly feel like it is a damn near perfect platformer yeah, for me. You kissed it and they were like... Man, God damn! I turned <laughs> I turned into butter <laughs> when I kissed this game. Uh, it was meant to be, is my point. It's this is like if you like platformers and you have not played Kabuki Quantum Fighter, play this game. It, it takes some getting used to. It does. It does because you're usually I feel like most weapons you come out from the middle. And your attack is at the top of your character mm-hmm. in your hair. So that, it sounds like it might not make a difference. It does. But it certainly makes a difference. It totally does. Um, and something else I, I want to mention is um, Scott, Scott O'Charlie's hair, mm-hmm. uh, totally feels like Simon Belmont's whip. Mm-hmm. Other than it not coming out of the middle of his body. Instead of coming to, out of his torso, it comes out of the top to, of his head. Because you have to like tilt and whip your hair back. Right. And so it takes a second. Then forward. So yep. there's this wind-up period, which immediately made me think of Castlevania. Mm-hmm. This game reminds me of a whole bunch of other games mashed up. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, I get that Castlevania feel. Um, uh, the Monster Party, Monster Party maybe because like the the enemies move like enemies in Monster Party. Like the frog people, the way they jump. Yeah. Or like the enemies in Monster How they Party. hop slowly. And yeah. Yeah, everything in the game is like very creepy. Like it's got this like, biotech thing going on where it's like and i mean if if our type were a platform like brawler yeah because it looks like all the weird tech and organic creepy stuff from like an r type absolutely even i know we haven't got to the bosses yet but even the final boss 
very R-type. It's an R-type boss, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, when, yeah. I, when I was playing it the first time, I felt like... Was this like even part of the game originally? Like, because it, it does feel like it, it feels like you should be a little spaceship shooting the giant worm creature that is inside, like mm-hmm. a cybernetic skull, s- snail shell, or whatever it is. And the, yeah, the bosses are all like very different. I feel like the, the difficulty is kind of all over the place. You think so? Yeah, oh, with yeah, the bosses? Yeah. With the bosses and the levels. Yeah. Like I felt like the first, especially the third level. The third level, I think, third is level's by the hardest. far the hardest. Yeah, you're right. I yeah, the third level is the hardest in the game. First, like, is sort of like I feel like the first level is challenging, but it's still teaching you how to play it. Second level, I felt was difficult. Third level was very difficult. Fourth and fifth, not so bad. I mean, the the last level there were it's platforming moments that I thought like, fuck, okay, this is these two segments in here are really really fucking difficult. With yeah. the rest of it. Not so bad once you know what you're doing. And I feel like the last two bosses were... The third boss is also the hardest boss. I feel like the last two bosses were a lit down and how easy they were. Yeah, they're, comparison. they're a lot easier. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about the pacing. The pacing is a little weird. You're right. Because the third level is most certainly, I think, the most difficult, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And, and the robot boss that jumps up and down and has the two little... Things like I thought that was like by far the hardest the IG, fight. IG eighty eight spider that jumps on the ceiling yeah. and like you have to use sub weapons to kill him. As mm-hmm. far as I found, well, because what I did was once you killed the little, because I would use because he's got these two little bits that fly around yeah. and shoot. I you. used the dynamite to kill the two little bits. Uh, okay, and then he would eventually drop. He down. comes down eventually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, but yeah, the third level is like uh, another instance of like where I feel like this game mashed a whole bunch of stuff and together. I know it's not dynamite, but I kind of rolled through these cutscenes, so I don't even know what the all the <laughs> sub weapons are called. They do call it dynamite in the instruction manual. Ah, okay. Uh, in the game, they call it a quantum bomb, but okay. like in the manual, they say they tell you what it looks like, which is most certainly dynamite. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like you're throwing a stick of dynamite, yeah. cartoon style, like <laughs> red stick. Yeah. Lit fuse, <laughs> yeah. which I guess is also real life style. I don't. I've never seen dynamite. I've never seen anybody throw dynamite. So I sure not. You do that in a lot of games. I've never seen anyone do it in real life. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> but like the game mixes horizontal and vertical platforming. So in that regard, it reminded me of Kid Icarus. I don't think that's like super common. Where it's like the first two levels horizontal platforming, third level. Pretty, uh, it's all vertical, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, and then, like, even in the second level, they had these, like, vertically scrolling segments. So, like, that kind of reminded me of Kid Icarus. Uh, and there's also uh, a lot of people say that this game looks like Sunsoft's Batman mm-hmm. for the NES. Yeah, that was when I popped in your stream. That's all I was talking about. Yeah. And I had never played it before. Uh, and I, so I beat Kabuki Quantum Fighter, like, in uh, an hour or so. And mm-hmm. I, need, I wanted to, like, be hang around for like two more hours, so I decided to play the the Batman game mm-hmm. for NES. Um, and maybe it's because I didn't grow up with it, but I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people draw like similarities between those. Like everyone I hear talking about this game, Kabuki Quantum Fighter, draws similarities in art style to Batman. And I honestly, I didn't see it. Yeah, maybe I need to get farther into Batman, but I don't know. Um, like, I've never heard great things about any Batman game until. Arkham Asylum. The NES mm-hmm. Batman is like it was well received. Yeah. Like, yeah, it and it is a good game. Uh, it was what the Batman Forever game for Super Nintendo. Holy shit! Adventures of Batman and Robin. That, wasn't that was bad. a good one. That I wasn't thought bad. Yeah. it was like surprise. I remember we played that and it was like we were surprised. Yeah, and it had the Riddler jerking off the ghosts. Oh, remember? Yeah, <laughs> 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 you could forget that. Yeah, write that down for the show notes. Yeah, that's going to the show notes. <laughs> 
But I, yeah, I guess I don't have... Because I know there are a lot of Batman games. Like, there are a lot of X-Men games, and I feel like there aren't a lot that are very good. <laughs> I haven't played many that were good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, honestly, even as a kid, I kind of stayed away from licensed games. Mm-hmm. I just, like, burned on so many, you know? Like, so many times I'd rent a game that's like, oh, The Addams Family, it's probably good. Uh, no. but, I, I but, liked and hated that game. Beetlejuice, that's probably good. I mean, I oh, love that movie. Fuck. I like the cartoon. <laughs> this is probably going to be great. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. I wasted oh, $5 man. again. God. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, I mean, I, Kabuki Quantum Fighter, uh, at least, like, I know it's weird because it's like it is a licensed game, I guess, officially because it's based on based that on Japanese yeah. movie. Uh, but, like, as an outsider, I don't see that, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. like, it didn't have that stink on it going in. And um, a lot of it, a lot of the platforming is also based on these platforms you grab onto and swing. Yes, the hanging platforms. It's a huge mechanic mm-hmm. in the game, which honestly makes me think again, like, was this game originally, like, was this game a shooter? Like, was it a space mm-hmm. shooter? Like, was it an R-type style game where it's like they took that and changed it to be a platformer? And because, like, it would make sense because, like, you use these hanging platforms because you cannot touch the ground. Mm-hmm. And they're not platforms you stand on. You grab them with your hands Ninja and hang. warrior style, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And once I realized, like, if I don't hold down A, this is much easier. Because I would hold down A and perpetually be jumping and flipping. and Oh, yeah. Because once I learned, like, oh, I can you just can stop hang, and right. hang, yeah. then it was a lot easier. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because before I was trying to constantly stay in motion. But see, those, like, in all those hanging platforms, most of them, 90% of them are very small. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, they're, like, the width of your character. And some you can flip up onto, uh-huh. and then, like... You have to time your jumps very well, or like a lot of jumps you don't think you'll be able to make, but you can. You can't touch like this fleshy sea like anemone that's worms on up. the ground. Yeah. But see, like, what's weird. Or these green glowing, uh, what's the, what are the things in Westerns that blow? Kryptonite. Kryptonite, thank you. <laughs> a green thing in Westerns that well, blow? Well, it's not a green thing, but like you oh. see the. The balls of like sticks or whatever that blow across in westerns, like across tumbleweeds, tumbleweed things, soccer balls, soccer balls. (laughs) You see these green glowing tumbleweeds that, like, if you touch them, you get fucked up. So, yeah, it's just the platforming. I mean, once once I got it, it was fun, yeah, but like getting the hang of that sometimes is very frustrating, especially in the last level. There are two points where it's just like, holy shit, this is like took me like 20 tries to get this one jump down, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's the good stuff. I like that because, like, what I like about it is, like, when there's a when there's a difficult jump in the game and it does take like twenty tries. What's great is each time I get to that jump is easier. So it's like it gives me this sense where it's like I'm learning this game. This is cool. Like it used to be tough. It used to be a little bit of a struggle to get to this point, but now it's just a breeze. So I don't. I like game design like that. I know that is like a very old school d- game mm-hmm. design. Like I mean, that's you don't see that a lot anymore, other than like Meat Boy and stuff like yeah. that, um, which intentionally is doing it. But I think they were. In, I think human was a human was human. intentionally doing it with. Kabuki Quantum Fighter. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I know it sounds absolutely nuts, and it, you're probably thinking that I love this game because it's so weird. But like that, I that's promise, only part of it. That was, it, yeah, it 100 is a part of it. That's the hook. Like, mm-hmm. that's what hooked me. That's why I wanted to play this game and why I gave it a shot. When I first started playing it, I did not love it, and it was just like 
okay, mediocre platformer. Mm-hmm. And then I got into it. I was like, oh, okay, this is there's actually challenge here, and it's like this is kind of fun to die and learn. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's it's my style of game. It's not everybody's style of game for yeah. sure. It's like what the first two bosses are basically looks like other humans your size. So that's that's different. that's weird. Yeah, and they move fast yeah, too. Yeah, a lot faster. Like they are like I'm used to fighting bosses in games like this where they're huge. They're huge, and they have their glow in the wheat spots that you have to jump onto platforms right. that move over there and dodge other projectiles. Right, and and, the, and that comes, but or Mega Man where it's like even when they're small, yeah. they have typically like a very distinctive pattern that you mm-hmm. learn. The enemy, the bosses in this game kind of have patterns. Like, they have things that they'll it's do. Hard, it's hard to tell. But it's like, yeah, it does feel like at certain points that it's like their positioning is randomized and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, the I, first one I thought was, like, I thought the level, the level, first level was much harder than the boss. The boss, I just brute force, like, my way through, just run up, run right into him, hit, 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 hit. That's the, that's the guy who's, like, the size of you who, like, does backflips and then slams his hand on the ground and sends, like, a kinetic wave of energy yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, yep. yeah, Yeah, he is easy to brute force. Yep. Um, second one could not do that so much. Second though. one is Silver Surfer. Yeah. Like, without the surfboard. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, like, the first time I saw him, I was like, oh, it's Silver Surfer. Like, he does, like, summon up cosmic balls, disco balls that mm. shoot rays at mm. you. Um, yeah, he's tough. He eventually splits into two, and you yeah. have to figure out which one is the real one. Does the old and decoy. It took, mm-hmm. That one took me a little while yeah. to be able to beat. Third boss, not so much. Third boss sort of reminded the, me of Welk from Final Fantasy VI. Like, it looks like he's in the lightning shell going back and forth. You're thinking of the fourth one, I think. Because oh, the third one's the real, isn't the third one the really tough one that goes on the ceiling? You're, is it? I don't know. I feel like the, no. I think the shell one is the one that oh, goes, okay. and then the fourth one is the one that goes up upside down. Maybe I, maybe that's it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, which, don't, whichever. Yeah, shell guy. More, you know, not as difficult as Silver Surfer. He reminded me of those. What were those like? You remember those like monster balls that they would advertise when we were Mad Balls? Is that what they were called? No, I. They had like the faces on them that you could like. They were kind of like big stress balls, but they had like monster faces oh, on them. Oh shit, man! I can't remember what shit. they were called, but okay. like that's kind of what the the. Yeah, snail the whelk boss that you're talking yeah. about. Because he would go back and forth in a giant shell, and then he would stop and like snot tentacles would drop out the bottom, and a bird's beak would pop out, and he'd shoot acid balls at you, yeah. and then tuck back and go. It's just basically He's avoiding easy. him. And then yeah, it wasn't nearly as bad. That Silver Surfer is much harder. Yeah. Then there's the robot that goes under the ceiling. I thought that was like that was a real fucking he's hard the, boss. He's the hardest boss in the game, I, I think. I think so. And then the next boss is like a gigantic imperial droid mm-hmm. from Empire Strikes Back. Yep. Like that it looked like a probe droid to me, but he's huge. Um and you have to like climb him. Yeah, e- easy as fuck cuz once you just do that one platform to get to the top and then the gym pops out, hit the gym twice, jump. Hit the gym twice, jump, do that like six or seven times, blows up dead. Like, you can brute force him too, I found out, on accident, oh yeah. because I had the wrong sub-weapon selected when I was fighting mm-hmm. him. I meant to be like throwing um, dynamite at him, yeah. but I accidentally had the um, like bolos, like, oh, like yeah, home yeah. in on an enemy mm-hmm. uh, and keep attacking. What I found is even when um, that top part of him is shielded, the bolos still try to attack him. So anytime it opens, it automatically, automatically hits him. Hit him. Oh, and okay. all you have to do is essentially stay up there with him and throw yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, v- very easy. Like 
after the last boss, I was like, oh, okay, they're changing the formula up, and this is much easier. Yeah. And then after you beat him, there's not there's not really a last level for you to go through. You automatically go. Yeah. Stage to six the is a boss, boss fight. No, it has two forms. And the first form is incredibly ridiculously easy. easy. Like first boss level easy. Yeah, very easy. He's slow. Uh, he's the worm creature that's like on the bed of smaller worm creatures that's inside the like skull cybernetic mm-hmm. shell thing. Yeah. Very R type. Super super uh, yeah. R type. Super R type. <laughs> yeah, because you just hit him, hit him twice, then he'll stop. Oh, he's gonna throw up fire. Okay. Well now go boob out of the way of that. Go back, hit him two more times. Yeah. And, yeah. And then then he basically that then he gets mad. He gets his serious. head falls off. <laughs> yeah. And then the the tentacle thing grows back again. Like this time it it's much faster. Mm-hmm. Its pattern is a little more sporadic as it shoots beams three different ways. Again, not that hard. You showed me something I didn't know, which was in boss fights. I guess you can decrease your health to get ammunition back for your sub weapons and vice versa. So it's like imagine in Mega Man if you could hit pause and be like, ah shit, I need health, but I don't have any, but I do have a lot of energy. For my weapons, mm-hmm. let me convert that to health. That's essentially the mechanic. Yeah, um, and that's another thing that this game reminds me of is Mega Man because of the every time you finish a level, you get a new weapon. Yep, and that weapon is powered by ammunition that you pick up from fallen enemies. And you don't get your health completely restored. You get like thirty percent health and ammunition back from whatever you had. Right at the end of each stage. At the end of every stage, which is I think is also kind of neat because your health kind of carries over. So mm-hmm. it's like if you do a really bad job on level one, you're going to come into level two with not a lot of health. Yeah, maybe like a third of your health. So, yeah. And that trick with the bosses, what I would do is, uh, pro tip, I would, um, right after I beat the boss, I'd hit pause and try to get my health and energy as even as possible so that when they regenerate, they regenerate At evenly. At the same rate. Yeah. That's good. That's a good so, call. Because it's like if I finish a fight, what was happening to me was I would get into a boss fight and blow all of my energy because mm-hmm. it's like I just want to brute force this thing dead. Um, and what would happen is I would end and then I would have my life almost full and so it replenishes to max and then my energy just goes plip, plip and it's like yeah. I have to start the next level with like, you know, two little pips of energy. Because once you showed me that, I just decreased my health pretty far, maxed out my ammunition and then I brute forced the final boss just throwing dynamite at it until yeah. it died. And that's, I mean... So the last two bosses were, I felt like, kind of a lit down in comparison, but... I think that's fair. I think it's very fair. It's a fair criticism to say that um, the bosses are not paced well in the game. Yeah. And some of the platforming is also not paced well in the game. Like, the the curve is kind of weird. It's not, a, it's not a nice, gradual curve up. Mm-hmm. There's spikes in there for sure. Yeah. But overall, I mean, I don't think I'm in, as in love with it as you are. I'm se- I am but not I kept, shitting. I kept playing it, so I mean, I enjoyed it enough. I loved this game. I really like. I was at work thinking about this game, and I was like, I'm not. I I'm also not done with it. I want to play it more. The speedrun record for this is like. I think like 10 minutes and 38 seconds or 37 seconds. I don't think I could beat that, but I do think that I could probably beat this game and like if I tried, maybe like 28 minutes or something like that. I mean, like, and even Edgelord Kyle, he mentioned to me, he's like, you probably have a better shot at like speedrunning this 
over like ghosts and goblins. And I was like, you're 100. And I was like, fuck you. No, fuck you. No, you are 100% <laughs> right. Because it's like ghosts and goblins, there's so many elements that feel random to it. And yeah. like sometimes they trigger, sometimes they don't. Shit. Yeah, yeah, glitchy. That's a really, that's a perfect way of saying mm-hmm. it. I love it. I do love ghosts and goblins, but yeah, it's got unpredictable shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Kabuki Quantum Fighter doesn't have that unpredictability to it. It very much feels like if I memorize it, I can get through it fast, you know. I watched um, just out of the blue a random Reddit link. I watched a twenty-minute mini documentary. Oh God! Over uh, the Chaco Mountain N sixty-four Mario Kart level. Oh my God! So, <laughs> what did they have to say about it? It was just because it's one of the most contested, broken speedrun records. Because it's a very oh. easily exploitable level, and people trying to figure out. And I think now the record for beating it is like fifteen seconds. Holy shit! It's a glitch, I'm assuming, like a... Uh, sort of, because like they noticed the way the, tr- pl- the track is just set up is like you can do little tricks to like mushroom, jump, and hop your way up to parts of the track you shouldn't be on and skip huge portions. And so people like finding more and more of these little exploits to try mm-hmm. and, and get faster and faster and faster. Cool. Until like one guy figured out like basically... What you would do is at the very beginning, you could do like this mushroom hop up to the top that would then have Lakitu pick you up and take you like farther than where you were. Much farther. Ah, so you use Lakitu as a shortcut. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's, at first, people did that for years. Uh-huh. And then somebody, uh, a tool assisted speedrunner, found like the, the perfect exploit, which was that you could just go over the line, over, over, the, over the start line, and then. You could pop up all the go up all the way, but do it in such a way that you wouldn't trigger Lakitu. But when you fell back on the other side, you could cross the start line <laughs> and it would consider it a lap. Wow. And it's called like the guy who discovered it is called what is named Weather Tanko, so they call it the Weather Tanko trick. Okay. And but it's incredibly difficult to do. Dude, you saying the Weather Tanko reminded me like because it's like in speedrunning communities, like I just recently also saw like a mini doc that was about uh, comparing speedrunning to hip hop and hip hop culture. And it's mm. like call outs and stuff like that are like a big thing in mm. like rap music and hip hop where it's like, you know, there will be shout outs and stuff. Speedrunning. Speedrunners like name tricks after the speedrunners who discovered them. Uh, so it's like yeah. there's this connection mm. there. They're like, it's a really, if I can find it, I like to post it in the show notes, but it's this really cool thing where it like talks about the similarities between like the two cultures. Yeah. Which I think is great. It's amazing. Because once, once this guy found out this trick through, through tool assist runs, like, but then for a very long time, no one could actually figure it out. No one could see, like, get the precision. It's like that one level in Mario where to do that jump just right that you slide between the bricks, like, no one thought it was possible. Yeah. You had to be a machine. Right. Until eventually someone, you know, figured out how to do it. Right. Eventually someone figured out how to do a weather tinko. And so, like, but it, you could hit it in, like, one in 200 attempts. Wow. So usually they would try it at first. If they didn't do it, scrap that run. Uh-huh. But if you if you get it, yeah, okay, you got it once. Now finish. Now, you now do- finish the race, like because you're not gonna get a second one. Oh, I see. So like eventually, like it took this guy ten thousand plus attempts to get three consecutive 
weather, weather tankos, like, and no one else has done it since. Just this one dude who holds like the 15 second wow. record. Wow. So, how happy was that dude? Oh, he, he showed his Twitch. And he <laughs> yeah, the fuck I bet out. he fucking so. did. That's awesome, dude. So it's it's a, it's a cool documentary. I'll I'll send you the link to put. Yeah, the please. Yeah, please. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna get into Kabuki Quantum Fighter speedrunning <laughs> like that. Uh, I will just try to beat it faster, though. Mm-hmm. You know, well, it's like the what the Donkey Kong 64 speedrunning record. Like, yeah, the way people have done that. Like all those exploits to get past all the doors without having to do all the collectibles right. and shit. Yeah. You know, the way the game was meant to be played. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck those collectibles. <laughs> I still like, oh, I that game, Donkey Kong, like all, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. all those rare games for the Nintendo 64 are just not my kind of game. Nope. Like they nope. are like, they are diametrically opposed to Kabuki Quantum Fighter. <laughs> like, uh-huh. like they are just like plotting, just like I guess I'll go grab this banana over here. Yeah. They're very slow, and Kabuki Quantum Fighter is like snappy and fast. That's how it feels like, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I like that. I like playing games that are platformers that are fast. Yeah. Well, Dave, does, does this game belong on the NES Classic? I say yes. I say 100% absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'd even knock off like... A balloon fight. A great game. <laughs> I go way above balloon. Like this is Ninja gonna... Gaiden. Okay, the game also reminds me of Ninja Gaiden because it plays similarly. It plays. It, that's it, it plays me fast. Of that too. Yeah, and it's got cutscenes like very kind of like similar to mm-hmm. Ninja Gaiden. Although I'll be honest, the Ninja Gaiden cutscenes are way better. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, normally, the cutscenes of Kabuki Quantum Fighter are like. This is Scott, and it like shows Scott's like horrific face. Uh, he's like the cyber Kabuki man, and uh, it is just like it's unsettling. And um, then it cuts to a bunch of people inside a control room going, "I think he's gonna die." And then Scott's like, "Send me on the me- next mission." And they're like, "Go to area." Oh, he didn't die. Okay. Yeah, great. Oh, that's awesome. He finished area four. Uh, Scott, go to area five, and he's like, "Roger." And then, like, and then it's like the next level. So it's like. At the end, it looks like you're crashing a space station into a giant cashew. Yeah, well, <laughs> all right. Yeah, let's spoil the ending. Sure. <laughs> like, um, so you find out that what's happened is the computer virus has beamed itself to a missing satellite. They, there's a satellite up by Saturn, it looked like, that they um, were just like, they lost it one day. Mm-hmm. Earth just lost it, and they're like, "Well, okay, I guess that's fun. that happens. I guess that's gone." <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Space is a fickle mistress. <laughs> right? We only successfully launched one out of two hundred satellites, <laughs> so this is just like this is just regular. Uh, and then the virus um, has taken over that satellite, and it's going to Shining Force Two style uh, use it to control and launch nukes and stuff like that. Or I shouldn't say uh, Shining Force. Fantasy Star is what I meant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got Shining Force on the mind because you've been playing that Game uh-huh. Gear Fuck yeah. version. Uh, but yeah, it is totally like batshit insane. And like the animation of like Scott teleporting to Saturn is like really crazy but also like just delightful because you see this like the portal appears it's just this like ring of light that like draws out it's almost it almost like reminds me of like when Magus is like casting a spell or something and it's like it draws that circle and then um Scott just appears up mm-hmm. out of it floating and it's like I don't know man it just looked it looks cool I just like yeah. how it looks uh, he comes out of it all badass with like his giant red hair uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean I, I don't know I think it's cool but anyway like he Scott blows up the satellite after he defeats the the virus mm-hmm. um, and they think he's dead and then he's not and then the game is over yep 
<laughs> not a riveting story. And you story. get access to the sound test. <laughs> Which is amazing because uh, you see Scott um, doing the, uh, he's bowing down, Japanese style, and uh, he says, look forward to my next adventure. Mm-hmm. And that next adventure does we're, not come. We're, we're looking forward to it, Scott. Yeah, I'm, I really am looking forward to it. <laughs> the game technically doesn't have a sequel, but there is another game for the PS2 that takes place in the same universe. Hmm, okay. Um, it is, I believe, called Seven Sword. I'm not positive. I'm going to look it up right now. But it uh, never got a U.S. release. It only came out in Japan and Europe. And I really want to play this game. Like, okay. I really want to play it. Like... I do not know how I'm going to play it, but I but I want to play it. There's no way it's as good as Kabuki Quantum Fighter, um, but like, man, I want to see where this universe goes. Like, okay. where do they go from here? I'm down. I know it's like there's a main character who is more Scott esque, and then there is a female uh, like sharpshooter who uses okay. like dual pistols and stuff like that. Okay. I don't even know if this is a platformer. I have no idea. Yeah, what it the might game be a dating like. sim. It very well may be. Where you yeah. date different kinds of computer viruses. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I don't know if anyone out there can get can track that down for me or tell me how to play it. Uh, that'd be awesome. Seven Blades is the name Seven of it. Blades. Seven Blades. I haven't even watched the trailer. Do you have any achievements? Uh, yeah, I have a few achievements right. uh, that came in from Twitch viewers. Uh, we've got one coming in from Edgelord Kyle. All right. Which is, he, he allowed me to choose the achievement title, which is great. I went, I'm going with getting whippy with it. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. In order to unlock getting whippy with it, uh, you whip your hair back and forth, you whip your hair back and forth, you whip your hair back and forth, you whip your hair back and forth. Mm-hmm. Your back and forth. Uh, the alternate title of that was uh, Big Willow Style. There you go. Uh, and um, the next achievement I got is, we're not going to take it. In order to unlock, we're not going to take it. You need to kill 100 enemies with your main hair whip mm-hmm. attack. Um, named, of course, after the Twisted Sisters hair metal classic. Uh, that's coming to us from uh, Ruby Baron Paul Cluel. It was fun to hang out with Paul in Twitch mm-hmm. chat. Like, every now and then he'll hop in. I stream kind of late for him, but it's like, it was really cool. Um, if you don't know Paul, check him out on Twitch. He's What's Paul Playing Today? Uh, I know he's been playing a lot of Overwatch recently. Okay. Uh, last achievement I got this is from Sandwich Pope Phil Quantum Leap. Uh, and in order to unlock Quantum Leap, play Kabuki Quantum Fighter while watching the episode of Quantum Leap where Sam brings home a Japanese wife and must battle the prejudice of his hometown and his own mother. <laughs> That's a real episode because uh, I looked it up. I haven't seen it. I'm not a big Quantum Leap guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand the basic concept of Quantum mm-hmm. Leap, but I haven't watched a lot of episodes. I didn't even know there was an episode where he, like, went left into, like, the Down Syndrome kid until mm-hmm. you told me about yeah. it years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anybody's curious, that episode originally broadcasted on October 11th, 1989, and it is called The Americanization of Machiko. <laughs> so there you go. If you want to be a Tadpog completionist, find it and watch All it. All right. <laughs> Just like the episode of Highlander where um, you, one of the immortals Where Detective is, Munch shows up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a mentally handicapped immortal to where it's, and it's a big thing about, like, do we kill him or not? Like he real, Is that a real thing? No, no yeah. way. Yes, it is. No, it's yes, not. It is. <laughs> do you have any achievements for this game? Uh, let's see. Um, and uh, are they... Um, uh, do, how do they do they involve, like, the uh, mental health of anybody? Or? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got American Ninja Warrior. Which that is where you jump from 
platform to platform 20 times without touching the ground. All right. And that's it. That's it. That's it. Awesome. Because I feel I, 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 when I was playing, I was like, there's a lot of low hanging fruit here. So, <laughs> yeah, there is. There's also a lot of low hanging six hearts beating in the background. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> You're right. There's a lot of that, a lot of that. Like that is the weirdness. And just there's muscles just mashing and yeah. yeah. There is a level that looks like Freddy Krueger's back, just like blown up, where it's got like faces <laughs> coming out of the wall, like. Bleh. So it's uh, it, if you're into that, mm-hmm. if you're into that, I recommend you check the game out. Seriously though, if you're yeah. if you are into like, do you like more than one of these games? Mega Man, Kid Icarus, Ninja Gaiden, Batman Monster for the Party. NES, Monster Party. Um, Castlevania. Do you like more than one of any of those? If you haven't played Kabuki Quantum Fighter, seriously, check it out. Check it out. Check, 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 it check does it out. not have the polish of those other games. It doesn't. Yeah. But it like has the spirit of a lot of those games. Yeah. I loved it. I think to experience it, yeah, it is worth it. Loved it. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've got some questions for you. All right. I want to know how much this game is on price charting. If you were to buy this game used on price charting right now, how much do you think you would pay for it? Twenty-seven thirty-one, Tyler. Because I think it's obscure. It's a late release. It's probably kind of pricey. I thought it would be a lot less expensive than that. Yeah, I was wrong. Actual retail value of Kabuki Quantum Fighter mm-hmm. used mm-hmm. for the NES on PriceCharting.com at the time of this recording. Also, price charting. You got my email. You changed back to your old layout. I really appreciate it. It's making my <laughs> life a lot better. Is fourteen dollars and ninety-nine cents. I think it's worth it. I would totally buy Like, I have considered buying this copy, like, a real copy for mm-hmm. my NES. Because it's like, if I am going to even, like, pretend to be, like, speedrunning this game, I got to do it on actual hardware. Yeah. Original hardware. I hate the term actual hardware because, like, anything is actual hardware. <laughs> you know what I mean? Legitimate hardware. Legitimate <laughs> original <laughs> hardware. Because so. I played this on um, Big Dick Pie Baker. Chris Vaughn built for me. You played it on my machine. You, on were, him. you were on him. I laid on him. You were like, shh, this will be so over just soon. Just, pull yeah. your dick out. I'm going to lay <laughs> right. on him. Hi, I'm Tyler. You it's know, comfortable you, while you're soft. Do not get erect. Right. You're breaking my concentration. Don't make this weird by getting hard. <laughs> your tip can get a little wet. It's fine. <laughs> That's <laughs> I expected. You can't help that. Right. Uh, you want to take a guess how much this game is new? $80. Very fucking good, man. $84.23. Right. Uh, there is a graded copy. $225. Damn. That's the one I'm going to buy. Good. <laughs> I'm going to open it live on stream <laughs> to play it. It's going to be great. Mm. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've had a lot of fun yeah, man. talking to you about mm-hmm. this game that mm-hmm. I love that I just found recently and loved. That's the other thing that's really cool about it. It's not like a game that I loved in my childhood. I never played this game before, but it's like, oh, this is an old thing that I knew about but barely, and it turns out I really fucking like it. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. If, Tyler, you were to give this game a beard Mm -hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? I would give it the, uh, the, the sort of scruffy... Has it been to the opera in a little while? Beard of one Fraser Crane. Oh, did you hear about the reboot? Yes. The rumors. Of and it a makes sense. It makes sense to me. It, it makes does. sense. Yeah. I mean, John Mahoney's dead. Like, yeah. At the last episode of Frasier, he moves to a different way city. Gone. So say what now? Moose is way gone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's gonna be hard. That's oh. the hardest part of Frasier to approach. Yeah. Can Frasier survive? Yeah. The yeah. lack. 
yep. of Moose. Because like Frazier and Daphne him. can pop in. I mean, mm. Niles and, and Daphne with their son or, or daughter can mm-hmm. pop in. You know, every now and then. Okay, yeah. I think it in a different city. See how Frazier. I think that. I think it could work. I hope that it does. I hope it's a thing that happens because mm-hmm. it's like one of those where it's like really hard to like super get excited about because it's like. Is it really going to happen? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But with Roseanne and everything, it makes me I feel mean, like it still, fucking could. It's making it through without Roseanne. Yeah. So. I think it's it's weird. I had a moment today where I was in the kitchen on lunch, and I looked to my right, and there's a Cheez-It box, a box of Cheez-Its, mm-hmm. with a Jurassic Park Raptor on it. And it's, <laughs> of course... With Roseanne on Roseanne. it. <laughs> Roseanne branded cheese. Like Roseanne did nothing wrong. Jesus. <laughs> Man, this snack food is making a political stand. <laughs> the NRA buy Cheez Its? What is going on? Uh, no, they bought Doritos. Okay. <laughs> yeah, explain it. But it was like weird because it was like there's a fucking raptor on. Doritos my- are now called American Triangles. <laughs> American Cheese Triangles. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember there was a time in our life where you it was frowned upon to say French fries? Oh yeah, yeah, freedom, <laughs> freedom fries. Yeah, I remember that shit. When I go home, I'm gonna go through McDonald's and I am gonna confuse the teenage worker that is there. <laughs> I'm gonna order freedom fries, <laughs> and they will spit in my food. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But I saw a Raptor on a Cheez-Its box, and it like all of a sudden like. My life kind of like caught up to me, and it was like, dude, you are fucking old because, like, you ha- I had like this wave of nostalgia for something that like came out in like what 1995 when a Jurassic Park came out. I mean, like, sometime around then, mm-hmm. like a long fucking time ago, and it was like, I was like almost weepy over seeing the <laughs> raptor on the cheese it box because I was like, you know what, you get me, raptor. <laughs> You're always there for me. What was it that I saw when Melissa and I went to uh, accidentally went to Nashville for Micah's wedding? No one buys that, by the way. I had to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I've received multiple messages saying that's impossible. That didn't happen. Oh, that is very. Po- <laughs> there's very possible. Fucking fight me, asshole! <laughs> like it's extremely possible. You're gonna fight a few people. <laughs> yeah, fine, fine. Oh fuck, Melissa will corroborate my story. And you can check my GPS history. You fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no one from the wedding. By, by the by, <laughs> and they say it to you and not to me. Fuck off. <laughs> Tad them out to talk behind my back, motherfucker. Yeah, they didn't think I turned them in, but I did. I'm not gonna name any names. Though. I'm not gonna. I'm not. Oh, I know. I'm not I gonna know. reveal my sources. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I know. But um, I just wanted to share that. <laughs> <laughs> we subbed the family dollar to get deodorant because I didn't bring any deodorant since we didn't think we were staying the night anywhere. Uh-huh. And in this family dollar... <laughs> you, what, you didn't bring deodorant to a wedding? Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, they had like... It was like some kind of off-brand, like uh, something I wasn't familiar with, like crackers, but branded with Final crackers? Fantasy... Crackers? Crackers for Final Fantasy to City. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was like, I'm almost tempted to buy these. To eat on the show. Was this a mistake? These are funnier than rap snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy to City of Crackers? It was like, they were like crackers or cookies or some shit. Not appropriate to be advertised Final Fantasy Dissidia in the family dollar. I in didn't Nashville. know there was a market for that. I like, didn't I, apparently, Dissidia is like more popular than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I don't hear anyone talking about nope, it. Nope, neither do I. Uh, except for in my head occasionally when I'm like, you should buy that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but Fraser Crane. 
Right. Well, yeah. The, the, all right. What based, beer did you give this game? Based solely on a I Fraser Crane dangling from a chin. The the episode where he sings um, that three little maids from school are we? <laughs> uh huh. So there you go. That's my closest thing to Kabuki theater I could think of. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that fucking journey we went on. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that great? Mm-hmm. And I love how you're like Hansel and Gretel. You're like, I realize Dave is not keeping track of where this conversation <laughs> started from. So I'm just going to put a little breadcrumb. Just a little, <laughs> Lead all the way back. There we go. We'll get back. It all leads back to Brazier. Don't worry, Dave. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses to sum up how you feel about it, mm-hmm. what kind of glasses would you give it? Uh, the reading glasses of Marty Crane. Because ah. that's that's the important true blue American aspect that's brought to Kabuki Quantum Fighter. Okay. All right. Scott O'Connor. Uh, yeah. Mar- Marty Crane. And, um, yes. Here to fight the aliens. Yes. Together again. A dead man's spectacles. Yeah, sadly. Mm-hmm. Man. Man, that guy was good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a huge bummer. Yep. Uh, but we are like... Yeah, let's, Way over. let's end on a depressing note. Yeah, exactly. And and this is dedicated to John Mahoney. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. If only this were a video, like we could like fade out and then like have the white letters come up. Yeah, so, show his picture yeah. and then <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the family would appreciate oh, yeah, definitely. Us, us tying in our show where we did talk about uh, I talked about um fart nut. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I I imagine <laughs> I it was, it was his that. favorite porn. He was lo- <laughs> God, he loved Fart Nut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's it. That's it for me, mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, here's Dave signing <laughs> off. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and YouTube. So don't miss the next episode. We already talked about it beforehand. We're very excited about it. Yes. Going to be doing Castlevania Bloodlines. Castlevania Bloodlines, which is, I want to give a shout out for the Sega Genesis Genesis. itself. And callback. Which is, yeah, I know, right? Uh, Sega Genesis. (laughs) Which is also, the reason we're doing it is because there's a really cool Facebook group. Uh, that is run by Stephen Michael of Facebook. If you are familiar with Nerdy Thursday, you've heard him call in several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met him at Tadpog Prom. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a really cool dude. He has started a Facebook group where each month he puts a poll out asking what game we should play. And then everybody votes on it. And then um, he doesn't tally the votes. Facebook does. Facebook doing the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we play the game. It's kind of like a book club, a monthly book club, but it is for retro video games. And it is very cool. cool. And uh, the game that was selected for this month is Castlevania Bloodlines. And we have the goal of playing every Castlevania game yeah, and talking yeah, yeah. about every Castlevania game on the show. It's a more serious goal than the Play All the Simpsons games goal. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, for sure. But we'll get there, too. That's the day. other side of that coin. Uh-huh. On one side of Castlevania and the other side is the Simpsons. Yeah, one side we're really excited about. Yeah. Uh, the other one, hmm, mm. not so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Virtual Bart. Can't mm-hmm. wait. <laughs> Castlevania game is probably better than Virtual Bart. Uh, I'm going to go out on yeah. a limb. Yep. Um, we'll see next week. Yeah, we'll see once we hit the 3D <laughs> Castlevania. I'm going to come in so, hot hey, Castlevania 64. Uh, let's see. I've heard people, I have heard people enjoying that they enjoy Castlevania 64. Yeah, when Josh and I played, we did not. I can't imagine it being good, mm-hmm. but like I hear a lot of people talking about like, yeah, it's good, it's a decent game, as long as you don't like think of it as like a Castlevania game. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't picture it as, you know, as what it is, you know. Right. You, I mean, you like that that like child molester is perfectly nice guy as long as you don't think about him being a child molester. Well, yeah, uh, still is what it is. <laughs>
Wait, is he on a cheese its box? The child monster. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that I might... said Rose. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. Not even allegedly. Not even allegedly. <laughs> uh, let's see. Our theme song is moved by sticking more driveling to that track. Come out on the show notes at tabbuck.com. Um, oh, I even did that early. We needed to get You're off. ready to roll, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find us on Facebook. You know that place where the Retro Video Game of the Month Club is? You can find... I'll, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes, too. It is, it is the... You'll know it. You'll see all everybody you know in there. <laughs> it's the Retro Video Game of the Month Club. Um, also, on that Facebook, you can find us at Tadpog. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. We're at Tadpog underscore podcast. It's cucumbersome, I realize. Thank you, everybody, for like the retweets. It's really fucking sweet of you. Uh, also, you can find us on Patreon. Hey, did you enjoy this? rambling journey through all things Kabuki Quantum Fighter and some things Frasier. Uh, if you did, <laughs> uh, you can find us on Patreon and give us a dollar. Uh, for a dollar, you get like access to all the bonus episodes that we've done. Uh, and as long as you keep donating, you get access to all our future episodes. Uh, and like we said earlier, we're going to be recording uh, an, a bonus episode with Miller tomorrow on uh, the Adam Sandler classic, Pixels. <laughs> yep. Pixels. So if you want to get in on that good stuff, uh, I urge you to, to, to donate. I really appreciate everybody who, who already does. Thank you very much. It's, it's very, very humbling. Yeah, man. Uh, so you can call us if you want. We kind of ran out mm-hmm. of time on this one, but that's 270-883-2555. You can leave us a voicemail. Uh, Instagram, tapog underscore podcast. Did you say Instagram? Instagram. Because that sounds like um, a list of sexual offenders. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it posted on the subway or something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's why I did. Um, Watch out for these Instagrabbers. When Melissa and I were looking for houses, um, of course, we had to do a Megan, uh, Megan's, Megan's Law. List. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, found one of my, my high school <laughs> band. Say, of course, I had to go knock on the door of, of all my I neighbors. Of course, I had to be like, yeah, all right. <laughs> this is the thing. The so government right. requires I let you know that I'm moving in. <laughs> <laughs> my high school music teacher was on it. <laughs> oh, no, that's a bummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Lot, he's the only one I knew, but there were a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, a lot a of music lot of teachers. A lot of music teachers. <laughs> Um, let's see what else. Do we Weird do? interview process for music teachers. Well, uh, we're on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That is that's also Tadpog underscore podcast. I got it. We did that. Oh, it's you cumbersome. Okay. We're good. We're so good. I, was, I was putting up our Patreon. We're good, baby. We're talking. Close this shit out. All right. Uh, how you want to close it out, Dave? Um, like Kabuki Man. You All don't right. you don't know what he sounds like, so I'm gonna everyone pay real close attention to Tyler. Okay. So until next time. Tropical. Capricorn. He just sounds like a yeah. I bet you were picturing a Japanese man, weren't you? (laughs) White woman. (laughs) Kabuki man, I think you uh, might enjoy if you were um, like a little drunk because it is, I meant to say this earlier, uh, it is like a bad version of the mask like <laughs> like there are several <laughs> scenes where it's like oh they were trying to do a mask thing here. <laughs> mm, that's okay. that's fun all right <laughs> oh also you know what i forgot about what nikki and i watched it together um i forgot that it was like pretty common for rape scenes in movies in the like like mm-hmm, early 90s mm-hmm. it like brought me back to all those like cinemax movies that i would see where it's like well, there is a rape in this movie, but I probably will see a titty, so <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're just going to have to play it as it lost. <laughs> sword, sword cuts both ways, man, you know? <laughs>